In this episode, we talk about the five ways about how to make your holiday significant and the reason why I really don't like Black Friday. Coming up right now. Welcome to the Divine Hustle Podcast, where pursue your God-given greatness in your faith, business, and relationships is what matters. Let's get into the show. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Divine Hustle Podcast, and today is a very special episode. I am John Mediana, your host, and today our co-pilot is my lovely, wonderful, talented, and very pregnant Beautiful wife, Britt. Hey. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks. It's a very exciting show today that we have for you, and we're it's coming to the end of 2019, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot that has happened this year. Actually, I'm feeling really nostalgic. I was like looking <laughs> through, uh, like we were setting up for this podcast, and, and we're here in our living room, which yeah. is a very different <laughs> vibe. Yeah. Um, I kind of like it. It's cool. It's cool. So like I was looking for like... You know, little attachments that goes to like our recording device and stuff. And I, I was, I scrimmaged and I found my old <laughs> podcast. Uh, what, what is this? Po- iPod. <laughs> iPod. Wow. Second generation iPod. Feeling really nostalgic. Oh and with gosh. that, with that, I found a fidget. Sp- Remember these? Oh my gosh. Fidget spinners. What Don't worry. What happened to all I, those fidget spinners? I, I also have one for you. Oh my gosh. So. I was so bad at it though. How I, could you I, be bad at fidget spinning? I, I think you just got to. I literally, like, you just got to spin it, I don't, right? It I was a tool don't. to help your anxiety? I, I don't know. I didn't have anxiety, so I didn't need it. Yeah, I think you're a very solid person. For me, I had, <laughs> like, five of them, and I was like, oh, I need to just be messing around. But what happened to all of them? Like, I, the kids you know don't what? use these anymore? I don't know. Trends, they come and go. Yeah. Seriously. Just like this year. Great transition. So we're coming to the end of 2019, and... and I don't know about you guys, but there's been so many ups, so many downs, so many challenges, so many celebrations, so many exciting things that has happened this past year. And Mm -hmm. I feel like this year, definitely, like I can't define it and I can't put my finger on it as far as what kind of theme it had other than just like growth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there was a lot of growing and I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I mean, in your personal life, maybe in your, in your business and your faith, but, um, you know, here in Divine, at Divine Hustle, we we tackle all that stuff. So if you're new here, we talk about um, pursuing your God-given greatness in your faith, business, and relationships, and mostly sometimes with your creativity as well. So mm-hmm. um, this is that place. So if, if you are interested in all those things or any of those things, this is the podcast for you. And today we're going to tackle five ways to make this holiday significant. And we're really, really, really excited about that because... Another year could go by, and, and I don't know about you, Britt, but like, you know, you kind of just get the feels and they just go away. It's almost like, like syncopated, like we're going to put up the tree, we're going to take it down, we're going to put up the lights, we're going to take it down, or holidays just come and go. And yeah. you're kind of like, well, where did that go? Like, where did Halloween go? It just yeah. came and went, you know, where did 4th of July go? It just came and went. It's mm-hmm. almost like we just started 2019, but now we're just ending. Yeah. No, I feel like we literally just started. <laughs> And here we are. <laughs> because so much has happened. Though. Right. And and you don't take the time to process the things that happened. So this mm. is amazing that like we're doing it right now for the first time. This is the very... Together. Yeah. This is pretty exciting. <laughs> so I mean, it's going to be good. If you guys don't know this, we've been married for three, three years, years now. Uh-huh. Um, and we've been friends since 2007. Which, 
saying that we've been married for three years doesn't sound that long. It doesn't. At all. Like it feels like we, we've been married for like 10 years. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So when we yeah. say three years, I'm always like, mm-hmm, three mm, years. Week. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but if, we've gone through yeah. so much yeah. in our time of life together in general. Yes. So. Yeah. And like, I, I really want to dive into that later in the show about those things that we've been through. And, and I don't know about you, but sometimes like life could be moving so fast that you feel like, oh my gosh, it's been years, but truly it's only been one year. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you're like, man, what happened? It's, it's because you haven't processed that year. You haven't yeah. taken the time to sit back and think about, you know, how to process those things that has happened to you this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that the holidays is the perfect time to do those things oh. where you, things can slow down a bit and you could take your hand off the, the steering wheel there and mm-hmm. like kind of just settle and process all the things that you've grown into this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope today's episode really helps you with that, processing that and how you can make this holiday significant is by realizing that this whole year was significant. Yeah. But we're going to define those things and and also talk about the, you know the seasons of life that we've been through. I mean, as you've been tuning in, if you guys have been here for a while now, you know that Divine Hustle has been going through a lot of seasons. Um, I, I've thought about it, dreamed about it, and like wrestled Divine Hustle, like what it would look like. And Britt has been there since day one. Yeah. And it's been like, what, seven years? Kind of like a long time. It's been a while. I remember you being like, I got this idea, <laughs> Divine Hustle. It was going to start out as like a merch. Oh, gosh. Remember? Clothing line. Clothing line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like back when clothing lines were cool yeah. and like, but uh, that's all it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Like not, a, not of this world like, yeah. was all big and stuff yeah, 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 and like yeah. Ruka or uh-huh. like, you know, yeah. Vans was blowing up. Like exactly. all the hip hop artists were rocking Vans yeah. at the time. Anyways, like I was like, oh, it's going to be this dope clothing line. And you know what? Maybe it might, we, we might be coming out with merch. Who knows? 2020 is a big year, yeah. you know, but I think, um, creating a show and creating this type of format allows us to have a a deeper relationship with you guys Mm -hmm. um, and connect with you guys so much. And um, it's really exciting. I I definitely feel like this is the path that we should go. And um, it all started, like we all started uh, the podcast in California, right? Like I think we were in our marriage, like our first year. I think we just like just went through our first year. Okay. So and it then, was like very shortly after our one year anniversary, which is when right. a lot of things happened. Right. So, yes. Right? Yeah. I think what our first podcast together, I don't know what number that I was. I think it was like episode four or five. Yeah. It was like going through the storms and yeah, stuff. Yeah. How to, how to hustle through the storms. Yeah. And we should put that up uh, in the future. Up. We have a ton of interviews <laughs> and like old podcasts that we took down for our rebrand, but now we're rebranding the rebrand yeah. and stuff. If you guys yeah. haven't paid Again, attention to these. it's the journey. It's, it's about the journey, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's about sharing our process and yeah. not hiding that process, you know, in, in uh, the direction that we're going. But mm-hmm. as we're approaching 2020, I think that we have such a, a I guess more, more clarity. More clarity is definitely the way to say it. Definitely the word to say it. We feel like we have a lot more clarity and we have a bigger, like making this thing what it is mm-hmm. and connecting with each and every one of you is, yeah. is like our priority and what we love and enjoy. And that's what's going to make this thing amazing. Yeah. So anyways, we want to go into what we're going to talk about today. And that is the five ways to make this holiday significant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about you, but going through the holidays, like there's a lot of emotions a ton. Yeah. 
if you're... And they, like, creep up on you. They really do. Like, one day you'll feel a certain way, and then the yeah. next day it's, like, all of a sudden it's another emotion. And it's not because you're pregnant. I mean... <laughs> it might be. I don't for know. For me, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> My emotions go, like, super high. I don't know. I feel like, the same way. Like, I feel like maybe. there's some days where I feel like, you know... I could tackle that day, and some days I'm like, I just want to ball up and cry, and be like, <laughs> yeah. "What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. why is our family being? No, why are our friends being? Yeah. Yeah. Why is our yeah? You all know, <laughs> all the feels, and it's not really any like it's never really like a, a big thing. It's mostly in your head most of the time, yeah. and, and how you deal with that and stuff. Yeah. But um you know while you're going through these holidays maybe you might carry a lot of grief maybe um you you get really stressed out maybe you feel like the majority of us in in the west coast of america it, it, we feel very lonely at times yeah and secluded and maybe you don't you know everyone's out and posting their photos on instagram especially with social media nowadays oh my gosh <laughs> the climate of stress it's and like loneliness and anxiety ridiculous. It has kind well, of the the FOMO has gotten so much more extreme. I think it's not just FOMO anymore. It's like legit rejection. It, it's legit. You know? Like so, there's like all these things added. Aomo, anxiety <laughs> Aomo of missing out. Missing. Like it's an anxiety feeling. It really feels. Sure. It really messes with the chemicals in your brain. Yeah. When you see like a group of friends that you used to hang out with take photos all together in front of a big skate rink, maybe. Yeah. Or if you see like a uh, family member spending time, you know, with their family and you're like across the States and you guys don't see, yeah. there's so much that so goes into mm-hmm. the holidays and this social media thing really, you know, kind of um, pours fuel in the fire of that. Yeah. Sometimes it could either pour the fuel of the fire and and you could seclude to that you could come to that loneliness feeling and that anxiety mm-hmm. or you could just be like wow that's so great like wish i was with you guys sending love it, it could go either way you know it can make yeah. you feel a certain way but majority the majority it's aomo let's be honest let's, let's be honest <laughs> y'all feel that anxiety yeah. of missing i like can go on yeah instagram yeah. <laughs> unless i'm just doing business Right. If I just scroll through it, I right. I le- legit like swipe through. I won't even watch the story. Just be like, nope, nope. I know what they're doing. Nope, nope they're not with me. <laughs> you're like blocking, blocking, blocking. Yeah. Like, you know, you got you got you poured the butter on the yeah. Instagram, and you're like swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> the butter. Yeah, yeah. No, for real though. For real. But here here's our perspective from this, and and <laughs> we believe that that people. Like us, like we deal with grief, stress, and depression, and it doesn't really hap- happen during the holidays. We believe that it, it actually happens gradually over time mm-hmm. in the year. Maybe there's like little moments that that you missed out on, or that you you know you tend to beat yourself up at, or there's opportunities to see family, there's opportunities to hang out with friends, there's opportunities, but you decided to stay home and watch Netflix, <laughs> or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it happens throughout the years, but the holidays, as people are more like posting more stuff. And it's creating like triggers in our our mind and, and these chemicals that go on our mind that's like, like, oh my gosh. But it actually has been happening all year round. You just mm-hmm. sense it more during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And the the holidays is usually that that tipping point. And I know what it's like because I remember in our first year of marriage, I was dealing, you know, we both were dealing with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> we could laugh about it now because I feel like we're at a better place, you know. Yeah. But I remember our first year, like I was in full. I don't. I went into year year two recognizing that year one I was in like full depression mode and like I was full. 
for uh, like the whole year. The whole entire year, guys. And it wasn't because of marriage. I, I think it was just an identity crisis that I was running into. Like marriage kind of put the magnifying glass on yeah. who I really thought I was and who I really truly am. And that's why it's so important. And what got me out of it is not only the love of my my beautiful wife, but just like God's hand literally grabbing me and, and shaking me up and saying, you're my child. You're like, mm-hmm. you're my kid. Like, I'm your dad, you know? Mm-hmm. And me recognizing that, me having the awareness to come out of that and be like, you know what? Like my identity isn't uh, from my value mm. because I was a workaholic before I got married. I never, <laughs> if you can't, if you're not yeah. watching this, my wife is nodding her head, like uh, break yeah. your neck. Okay. <laughs> you don't got to do that. Sorry, <laughs> It's true though, but I was a workaholic. I was really passionate about what I, what I did and what I do still to this day. And I, I didn't want to stop. And I think I did those things because I, I really, um, I think I just needed affirmation, yeah. you know, or, or value. Like growing up in, in an Asian kind of home, mm-hmm. like Filipino home, there's a lot of pressure of, um, you know, making your parents proud. And I think like more so all cultures feel that pressure of making your parents proud. Yeah. But mostly like in a Filipino home, it's like if you're it's not a different. nurse, yeah. then you could never make me proud. There's like specific <laughs> expectations on right. you. To where, like, me growing up, there was expectations, but it was kind of like, do how you want to do it. Like, as long as you do it well and as long as you do it honorably, we're cool. Right. And then when we first got married, it kind of just showed up like, showed a light into who I truly was on the inside. And and I didn't really handle it well. Like, I felt like I was fatigued. I I was gaining a lot of weight. I had no charisma. I had no drive. I was out of shape. I was unhealthy. I felt like... I was going through this massive identity crisis. And again, it was because well, my, you, like, my value exchange. You didn't leave your office. I didn't leave my office. I was literally, You yeah. woke up, went to your office, stayed in there, mm-hmm. came out to eat, and then... That was it. Or you were like out trying yeah. to do other things. And I had to recognize, I had to take my eyes off of myself during that season and, and put it like... I. I'm the leader of the house. Like I was the man. Of, like I am the husband, and mm-hmm. and my goal is to lead and protect, you know, and provide. And I just that first year was just like that whole wake, like wakening kind of moment for me. Yeah. But I was just pretty miserable. <laughs> I was just gonna say that I had no clarity um, whatsoever, and and I think most of all, it, that first year, I just stopped being grateful. Like, I was just not grateful for anything. I felt yeah. like I had to work for everything. And, like, that put the value in and uh, reciprocation on me. And I was very just selfish that year, you know? Like, it was just terrible. So learning from that, we moved on and, and we grew and we had deep conversations and, and great awakenings from that. And, and yeah, so I, I believe that people have their own journey and they go through their own thing and they maybe you might be going through identity crisis and you don't even know it, but you're kind of feeling like not yourself and you feel like, man, I, I, I want to celebrate the golden days and like, you know, and that's kind of like the mindset I was in, I think, like mm-hmm. the things that I did before and then like recognizing that the things that I did before isn't where it's going to like, isn't going to take us, our family to where it needs to go. Right. Because our family, like just becoming one and, and becoming a family unit mm-hmm. has a different significance to it and yeah. a, a different kind well, of it's call. Not, it's not just you anymore. Right. 
you doing your thing and you hustling the way you hustle. That's right. <laughs> which is amazing and inspiring, but once you get married, mm-hmm. that shifts. Yeah, it's and about if doing you, things together. Yeah, if you can't do them together, if you can't like communicate how to do it together, yeah, then it's gonna right. cause friction. Right. So I don't know about you guys, but 2019. I mean, it's been filled with lots of challenges, lows, small accomplishments, maybe, maybe big accomplishments, but mostly challenges. Um, and for some people, this year is probably great for them. Maybe yeah. they got a raise. Or it looks like a, it. I at know. Least. At least your Instagram might show that this year has been great. <laughs> but deep down inside, we know. We know the truth. <laughs> no. It wasn't that great. No. I'm just kidding. No. But so for some of you, like 2019 was amazing because you set goals. Yeah. Like you set in the beginning of the year, you're like, this is what I want my year to look like. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to crush it this year. And every month you came through. Mm-hmm. There's maybe some difficult times like, you know, because um, every season is difficult. But you came out of that season yeah. better than you were before. And that's mostly what we're going to talk about today when we tackle these five things. And I just wanted to open up um, by mentioning something that that Paul had said best in Philippians 4, 11 through 13. And he had said, I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances, I know what it is to be in need. And I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And that is kind of like our such a great we need that like painted on our walls anyone that can (laughs) hand paint call us up we're gonna give you some work i need to read that every day every single day what an incredible mess because Uh, here's the thing is like we've been broke we've been uh you know like we've had plenty Uh uh-huh you know we've been in all of those situations right and maybe you've have been there too maybe there are seasons of your life where you're like man i'm so broke like I had to shop at 99 cent store. I remember there's a moment in our marriage where <laughs> we were scraping and like, and an opportunity to go to a 99 cent store was like, oh, like the highlight yeah. of our week because yeah. we had enough coins, like literally change. Yeah. Literally change in our pockets. And we got like. Because we're just waiting for that out. check yeah. in the mail. Yeah. Because, you know. It's coming in the mail. <laughs> freelance was terrible yeah sometimes in LA you know the the cost of living was terrible but but yeah you know like you're probably in that season and you're probably in in new seasons now hopefully where you've seen fruit but in every season what does it look like to be satisfied what does it look like to be content Mm -hmm. and and that's what makes this year so significant and like how you can make every season significant is living in that contentness and that you know what I have everything I need I'm I'm with everyone that I love and I'm I'm I don't have lack. Yeah. Whether you're not making as much as you want to make or you're making above like you mm-hmm. are living in that sweet spot of life where you are content. Yeah. We definitely want to talk about that and before we get into the five ways to make this holiday significant, we have to define what significant actually means. Mm. What does it mean? What does it mean, Britt? <laughs> this is all you. Well, um I am the definition queen. I love knowing definition of words because I like to put it in context. So if we're making this holiday season significant, significance means sufficiently sufficiently great or important to be worthy of attention, noteworthy or remarkable, um, which kind of puts into perspective anyways. Like if it's something 
that's worthy of attention, yeah. that's significant. So if we're making this holiday something worthy of attention right. or remarkable, right. this is awesome. Like, how are yeah. we going to do that? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but can you remember a moment this past year that has been significant? Like what in this past year, 2019, has been significant? What has been remarkable to you where you remember what sticks out the most, you know? Mm-hmm. And I believe for us, oh my gosh, and if you guys have been listening to our journey, for us, we had an incredibly significant moment yeah. this year. And I'm going to let Britt talk so about crazy. it. So to backtrack and not too far, but um, so we mentioned that we did a podcast together a while ago. Um, it was after our one year marriage. Um, during that time, it was called Hustle Through the Storm. And the whole podcast was about us going through a really hard trial, which was our first miscarriage slash ectopic pregnancy. So I had surgery and it was like urgent, got rushed to the hospital, got admitted. Like it was a crazy situation. Two weeks after that was um, my appendix erupted. So I had to have <laughs> uh, surgery again directly after two weeks of my previous surgery. And then three or four months after that, we had another miscarriage. And the, and during all that time was like the most stressful just because of work and life. Yeah. And just we were just trying to figure everything out. So we moved to Vegas that summer, year of 2017. 17? Was it? Yeah, 2017. We moved to Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Was it 18? Oh, my gosh. It's 2019. 18. 18. 2018, 18. sorry. Wow. Again, wow. Time 2017 flies. was the first ectopic. Like, yes. Okay, okay. sorry. And sorry, then sorry, 2018, sorry. yeah. Was 2018, it? summer 2018, we moved to Vegas. Yeah. And um, this time last year, actually, we were pregnant. Yeah. Which was so crazy because I had no idea. I didn't even know that I was pregnant. But the weird thing is that my niece came up to me at Christmas and she said, Auntie Brittany, why do you have a baby in your belly? And I was like, girl, get away from me. You call me fat. Like I was so upset. But she said something. Tell a lady that they have a baby in their belly. Yeah. Even if they do, even if they're nine months pregnant, even if they're in the third trimester, they're about to go into labor in a few days. Don't ever. Just say you look so beautiful. Just life tips. Yeah. You know, life lasting tips. But little did I know my five-year-old niece was right. And um, three weeks after um, well, a week after I took a test and found out I was pregnant. And then two weeks after that, um, we had lost the baby. So that was our third miscarriage yeah. beginning 2019, January, 2019. So that started the year off like super fantastic <laughs> and super amazing. hopeful. Yeah. Um, but so at that moment, I'm like, what is happening? something's wrong with me. I'm going through all the, the emotions of something is happening to me. I'm failing. I can't like live my role as a woman. I'm not capable of being a mom, like all the things that we go through. And, um, God kept telling me just make a doctor's appointment. And I had such horrible experiences with doctors in LA that I did not want to do it. I was just against doctors. I didn't even want to like go to get a physical checkup. Like I just was so not about it. Um, so God just kept telling me, make an appointment, make an appointment, find an OB. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it for four months. He's like telling me to do this. 
don't do it. Um, I go to a women's event at our church and there was a lady, she was supposed to be flown in to speak at this women's event and her flight got canceled. So she ended up not, so our head pastor, Pastor Jabin ended up speaking like on the fly. I don't even know if he had this message prepared (laughs) or not, or if he just kind of like whipped it together. But, um, it was all about having a prayer room and he went through the scripture with um, a prophet and a woman and how um, she made a room for this prophet and, you know, was super hospitable. He was super grateful for it and asked her, what can I do for you? She's like, no, I'm fine. Like God's taking care of me. My husband takes care of me. We're good. We're, you know, we're set up, but everything's fine. I don't need anything. And so the prophet turns to her servant and says, what does she need? And he says, she doesn't have a son. And the prophet says, by this time next year, you will have a son. This was like May 2019. Yeah. It was happening in May. And um, the whole message was about like the things that you've been praying for and hoping for and longing for that God's put in your heart. Like God's put that in your heart for a reason and he will not disappoint even though you've already been disappointed. It was like such a word for me. And I just remember bawling my eyes out and um, it was just so significant, noteworthy and remarkable um, that I like came home, told John everything and I'm like, this is for me. And so from that moment on, I made it a point to wake up every morning, go into our nursery, quote unquote, the room that would become our nursery and just start praying and just start like asking God, what are my next steps? What do I do? How do we process? Like, how do I prepare my heart for this? Um, God said, go to the doctor, just go to the doctor. I'm like, ah, fine. So I call, find an OB that had an opening that wasn't like three months out. Um, I go in just for a checkup. And tell her everything, tell her all my concerns. And she was the most amazing doctor. Like, listened to everything I had to say, all of my concerns, didn't judge me, didn't look at me like I was some crazy woman who thinks I know better. Like, she just was so loving and I felt so at peace. And so I was like, okay, cool. I can continue with this doctor. Um, So she suggested some tests. We did a full blood panel. Um, They wanted to do, like a little bit more in-depth tests of like looking at my actual uterus and would die and just like this whole exam that would be really painful. And so my prayer was that, um, we would get pregnant before this, uh, ultrasound exam. Sac- yeah. slash exam right. with, with the dye because I it was going to be painful. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do I this. I want to go through it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, take Please. the wheel. So, um, my <laughs> prayer was that we got pregnant before that was scheduled and, um, so we were like, you know, trying or yeah. whatever. And I remember I had this gut feeling to postpone that appointment. And so I just called and said, Hey, can I postpone, postpone this appointment? They're like, yeah, we'll postpone it for two weeks. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. It gives me two weeks to think about how I can get out of this. <laughs> um, and then I went in two weeks. Oh no, no, no. The week before I took a pregnancy test and we were pregnant Yeah. and I was, it was positive y'all. It was positive. Um, and I wasn't expecting the pregnancy to last, obviously, because of the three history. Yeah. Um, but I was more at peace because I had a doctor who knew everything that was going on. So I could go in and be like, hey, I'm pregnant. And we could find out what was wrong right. sooner rather than later. Yeah. So that was what I was expecting. 
So I go in, tell her I'm pregnant. We do more blood tests. Um, they confirm the pregnancy. And then, yeah, we're still pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so our baby's due in March. In March. 2020. Yeah. We're really excited. We are six months in. We're, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. It's, it's been, significant. It's been such <clears throat> a journey from the loss to yeah. God saying, this is all you need to do. Like, just do this one thing. I've got the rest yeah. covered. Yeah. And just having the like faith and the audacity to like trust that. Right. And just be like, okay. <laughs> and then here we are. Here we are. Expecting. Yeah. That's so exciting. So incredible story. If you haven't heard us talk about that before, this is the, you know, this is probably the first time you heard that. Like, if, if you have dealt with the same issues or are going through those things, please, please yeah. email us, contact us, you know, leave leave a comment, connect with us on Instagram or, or Facebook. Mm -hmm. And we just want to come alongside of you in prayer yeah. and come alongside of you just in general and just let you know that you're not alone, that yeah. you have support and we're here to support you in that. So... Babe, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, We're going to dive into the five things, five ways to make this holiday significant right now. And thanks for thanks so much for tuning in this this far along this episode. Um, yeah. But we're going to make these things go fast and then we're going to let you know of future updates, exciting updates that are coming in. And um, we're going to tackle the first one. So number one, what is uh, what does gratitude mean to you? And gratitude is so important uh, um, on the journey to, um, to make this holiday very significant because without gratitude, you can't look through the lens of receiving, Yeah, you know, uh, like everything is a gift and through the lens of gratitude, you, you start seeing significance everywhere mm -hmm. and just being grateful that you're alive mm -hmm. in this moment, you know, in, in this time, that's something to be thankful for. That's yeah. something to have gratitude for and gratitude isn't just like, oh, I'm so thankful for this. Gratitude is like an action, I mm -hmm. feel. Like gratitude is like a verb and it drives you. It, it, it makes you and pushes you to move. And I feel like that's what gratitude does. When, when I say I'm grateful for something, I'm just not like, oh, I'm grateful for, you know, water, you know. <laughs> gratitude yeah. is like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful. I need water. I, I love water. I'm going to take care of my body by giving it more water. Gratitude mm -hmm. is an action. It, it drives you to something. And, and I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about what gratitude means to you. Um, well, gratitude is <clears throat> our, again, I'm referencing our pastor, but yeah. he, he said it's like ways to show affection or appreciation. Mm -hmm. So like you said, it's gratitude expression. isn't just being like, okay, we're going to pray over food. Thank you, God, for our food, right. blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm going to go out of my way to yeah. actually show appreciation yeah. for this thing or for this person or for right. this situation, whatever that looks like. Yeah, and I feel like it, it has to start, if you're going to find the significance in your holiday or, or even this year, it has to start with gratitude because it's not just like a feel-good thing. Yeah. It's actually scientifically proven yeah. to, to chemically change your, your brain. Yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. So like, I know it's cliche to say, and I know in today's culture, you're like, you just gotta have more gratitude. Change your attitude, get more gratitude, right? <laughs> and a lot of people are like, gratitude, gratitude, yeah. and you never really like settle on it. You never actually be like, you know what? Like, I need to stop in, and I need to think about my gratitude. When you start doing that, when you start thinking about what you're grateful for, that mm-hmm. actually changes your chemical balance in your brain and yeah. it fuses um, the same the same chemical that that actually is released by like drugs and like hormones and like endorphins, like and, endorphins and all these yeah. things that, that happen in your brain chemically you could actually get high from gratitude mm-hmm. you could actually get like in a, in a different mindset and a different thought process when you start becoming grateful for things and you start saying things out loud um, well um, so your brain, it, it tries to find the least resisted path, yeah. meaning whatever comes the easiest, your brain is going to do that first. Right. So, so like, for example, for example, so if you, well, are complaining all the time, or if you know someone who complains all the time, I can name like a few people, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so those people they complain all the time and yeah. half the time they don't know that they're doing it. It's like unintentional because yeah. they've trained their brain yeah. that that's just how they think now. It's like, um, cause it's the easiest way for them to like, think. What, what are those, uh, those liars called pathological, pathological liars. liars. Yeah. Yeah. They lie after lie after lie, but and they like, unintentionally lie they, because they've lied so much yeah. that they're like, I don't know what's reality. Yeah. I'm just going to lie. Because it's the, it's the least resisted path for their brain waves to actually so function. So scientifically, gratitude is good for you. Yeah. So if you flip it yeah. and start being grateful and Waking start up speaking gratitude. Every morning and speaking gratitude. It's going to come so much faster. And it's going to come so much more naturally. You're going to start looking through a lens in life. And we want to challenge you. Take 21 days. Take to the end of this year. Yeah. You know, to to wake up and list the things that you're grateful for. Like have, you know, start speaking the things that you're grateful for and start watching it change the way you see life. Yeah. And honestly, and we definitely want to challenge you in that area as we are going to do it ourselves, you know, and look through that lens. Because Mm -hmm. without that, you can't see any, you can't see significance in this year. You can't see significance in this season. Nothing's going to stand out or be remarkable to you. And nothing's going to, you know, you're going to take another lap, take another year. 2020 is going to look just like 2019, just like 2018, Mm -hmm. just like 2000, blah, blah, blah. And you living the same year over and over again. And I know, I remember Albert Einstein had once said, like, some people live 75 years of their life in this living the same year. And that's not called a life. You know, I believe it though. I believe it. I see people Dang. nowadays that are just living that same year over and over and nothing's changed. So yeah. mix it that's up. Good. That's, that's step number one. Okay. Uh, the second one is, uh, this was a little challenging, but I'm going to try to say it in a way that you understand it. It's, um, way number two is you are now not where you were a year ago. And you have to recognize that the person you are now isn't the person that you were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and a way to kind of like put this into practice is writing down some things, some signs or, or things or significant moments that, has, that show you you're doing better now than you think you are. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? So yeah, give examples. I, I mean, like, so I have more clarity now than I ever did when I started this new year. Mm-hmm. All right. And I feel like I'm in a better place. And sometimes I'm telling you. There was a moment, like, not even, and I didn't even tell you this, a couple of weeks ago, I felt like I just wanted to quit. Like, just quit, like, 
life. Uh-huh. Like quit doing photography, quit doing film, and just focus on just like paying wow. the bills and just like what? being a family. Because like I just I was tired. I, I felt like I don't know. I felt mm-hmm. like I, I was just stressed out. Uh, I had ang- I was like dealing with slight anxiety and yeah. like just knowing that the baby's coming and the new year and I'm mm-hmm. like am I gonna have time to do the things that I'm passionate about or the things that I love mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna have enough time so might as well just stop and then I, I had to recognize like oh, wait a minute no like I haven't come this far just to quit yeah like I haven't come this far in my career this far in my passion and what I love doing just to stop what I'm doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So writing down the things wow. that show you that you're better than you are a, like this past year is going to help you. Like maybe you're more patient than you are now than you were a year ago. Maybe you've been through a, a breakup or a relationship loss mm. or maybe you lost a friend and you've dealt with a heartache yeah. And you're better now because you've grown through it and you've dealt with it. Yeah. Maybe you haven't processed it. Maybe those are the things that you need to work on. Hey, oh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but write down the things that you've learned this past year. And, yeah. and honestly, like y- you got to recognize that you're in a much better place right now than you were a year ago. So good. So that's number two. So helpful. Yeah. And number three, um, I don't know what if, if you want to say call that. Um, number three is listing out <clears throat> specific wins from this year. So similar to identifying the things that you've gone through to see the type of person that you are now, um, this is to just help you actually see the wins that you have had, even if they're small. Like like, a a win for us would be that every bill was paid. (laughs) (laughs) That's a massive win. Right? Every bill. uh, I'm going to write that down. Like, yes. Because we overlook that. Like that. Like, we don't think about that. Right. But in reality, like, that's a big win. That's a big win. You know, for a whole year? Yeah, for a whole whole year, we didn't shop at 99 cent store. (laughs) Oh, I mean, Britt probably did. I did. I didn't. So that's a big win for me. I still like 99 cent store. I don't know. She goes there. (laughs) I'm not saying shopping at 99 cent store is bad. I'm just saying, like, it's it's a goal of mine. Anyways. If I could shop at Target, (laughs) Lord Jesus. So That's listing another. your specific wins. Yeah. So it's so important to do that because it actually helps you visually see yeah. your accomplishments, which is That's why really good. when people write down goals in the beginning of the year, like January, and they're like, I want to make X amount of money this year, and they end up doing it. We're like, how the heck did you do it? It's because yeah. they wrote it down, and they did celebrate all the wins throughout that year. That's good. So that's, yeah, yeah. one of my favorites. Number four is find ways to be more generous. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. That's a good one too. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I always think of this holiday season as like a giving season. But when you talk about giving, just the word giving. Irks. Irks. Because it feels like you have to sacrifice and you have to lose something in order to give. But if you talk about generosity, generosity is more of like, just blessing. Yeah. So generosity is a gift that that always gives back. Yeah. No matter what. Like yeah. when you live in generosity, you have more than enough. You you give out of a a, a place of joy. Yeah. And like just your heart and is you full. You are like the king <laughs> of generosity. Stop. I legit <laughs> like don't understand. I don't know. How you like think in that way. 
So that's why I wrote this down because it's one of my okay. things. Is like it's for all you logical <laughs> thinkers out there, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny because if if you know me and Brit, so I'm I'm more of the astronaut type of person. People yeah. call me that. Brit's more like ground control. She's one hundred percent. She is totally like, and it's so funny because we wanted to start a podcast called Astronaut and Ground Control. Yeah. But I think we're just gonna hang out here in divine hustle for yeah. a bit this is really cool for us but what that means is like i represent all the dreamers out there mm-hmm. and the ones that have millions of ideas and that that spirit of like positivity and like just like we can do it yeah. like <laughs> let's go and that's kind of how i was designed yeah you know and then Which is brit so cool. is also a counterpart that i need like she's has like, a special okay, cool, talent. How are we gonna make so it happen? So skilled, and this is a skill that I wish I I wake up dreaming I had. I literally have dreams of like I made a list, Woo! like you know, and I wake up and I'm in cold sweat. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? I just made a list, and this is the part of me that I you know, and this is why our I just absolutely fall in love with this woman every single day because she is the list person. She is the person that says. Okay, but how? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't know, but... <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. Let's sit down and make a plan. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's do that. And then, yeah, she just holds my hand throughout the whole way. So <laughs> I feel like, you know, generosity comes so natural to the dreamer because they know that where their generosity is going, it's, it's not... Well, their it doesn't heart end is there. so open. Right. Right. Which generosity comes from the heart. And generosity is such a great practice for, for the Brits out there, the, the ground controls out there. It's such a great practice, you know, when you're like, I'm just going to give and not expect anything in return. Well, but I feel like by the end of the year, whether you are a dreamer, an astronaut, or a ground control, yeah. um, I think by the end of the year, you kind of get wiped out. Yeah. Regardless. Regardless, of yeah. Of your generosity level. Yeah. So I think to make the holiday and this year significant is just making being intentional with your generosity it doesn't always right. have to come with money either it's not like right. you have to just give and give and give and All then right. you're broke it could be simple as like just calling someone yeah, um, giving your time yeah. if you have a closed friends group like y'all hang out all the time invite someone into that group if yeah. you go out like that alone can do so much life tips just, right yeah, there yeah just opening up the doors and being generous yeah And our last one, number five, before we end, um, set priorities. Like, Mm -hmm. only do the things that actually matter to you this season, this holiday. And um, we could talk about that. Like, we could talk a whole podcast about doing the things that actually matters. You know, like, I don't know about you, but you were talking (laughs) about generosity. And I always think about, like, I do love giving gifts gifts and and giving things to people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, I just give meaningless gifts to people that don't really care, don't even matter. And I don't even, I think that they're going to enjoy it. They, they really don't. And it's, I don't know whether it's like, Hey, I just thought of you and this made me think of you. But to them, it's like, Oh, you're trying to impress me. What are you trying to do? Yeah. I but, can leave multiple things. Right. But it doesn't really matter. Right. Those, right. those gifts that actually doesn't matter. doesn't move anything forward, but doing things that, that actually matter this holiday season, maybe like family matters. And I love that show, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> I grew up watching family matters. Yes. No, but family matters. Making time to yeah. go out of your way to call family or spend time with family, yeah. no matter how far they are. Like, family's so important. Mm-hmm. And, like, not only showing up or spending time, but knowing that, showing them and expressing that you have thought about them in yeah. some significant way, that's really going to help um, 
make this holiday season more significant. And even if, like, for us, our family doesn't live in Vegas. Right. So, like, we have family, quote-unquote, here. Yeah. And, like, even those people who you consider family. Yeah, friends, family, family. Family. Yeah. Yeah, all those people just, yeah, doing the things that actually matter that um, will fill you up but also fill those people up who appreciate Mm. it and... Yeah. Who aren't just gonna like toss it out the window, right? You know? And I feel like during the holiday season, there's a lot of pressure to so much pressure, you know, like whether it is family and friends to like buy everyone gifts yeah. and like you gotta do this and you gotta do that and it's like trendy yeah. or like it's kind of like a uh, uh, unstated expectation. Yeah, but for sure. in reality, it's like, did I really have to spend that much? Like, you know, there's I, ways to do it smart. Yeah, so you're not dropping all this cash right and then again like january shows up and you're like you got nothing yeah and i think like not like i mean not bashing or anything but in a good way like setting a price limit is 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 so smart smart because you're like okay it's a challenge you put a price limit saying hey like for uh for instance we have eight nieces and nephews y'all eight nieces and nephews eight brit is in like, uh, she was in a family of four, mm-hmm. and then her two older brothers had four kids each. Yeah. And then I come from a Filipino married. family. Yeah. And my family, I just, I haven't met all my family, and it's been 32 years. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there they're all spread out. There seems to be more coming know, up. Yeah. See, like, every, every year, I feel like there's more that comes out. Yeah. And then, you know, out of the bushes, they're like, hoy, 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 <laughs> I'm your family. I'm like, yeah. what? But, like, setting a limit, a price limit, and saying, okay, working within these means, how can we think about that person within this price limit, you know, and, like, set that budget. And shopping's smart. Like, yeah, I'm a huge, huge believer of Black Friday. Mm. Like. I'm not. Why? Because I don't like fighting people. We didn't fight, though. You're right. It was pretty easy. But I could have punched people easily. (laughs) We went to Kohl's. We went to Kohl's, which... Was awesome. <laughs> I don't know what awesome <laughs> means to you, but I think our measurement of awesome is a little different. Man, I was just like, forget this. I'm going to hide in the bathroom. <laughs> so, I don't know. It I was just like fun. late at night, and I was like, oh, man, I really just want to go home. Like, this is, this bummed me out. No. <laughs> Whatever. No, but, but we knocked out. But we knocked out the majority. Of presents of, yeah, on it. Black Friday. Yeah. And there's just ways to do it. You don't yeah. have to stress about the money. You don't have to stress. Like, you right. can if you don't know how to do it right. right. But if and you figure out, like, yeah. okay, what normally would stress you out? You know, think about those things. And do the opposite. And do the opposite. <laughs> like, prepare yourself. You yeah. know, be proactive and not reactive. You know, if you know that getting people gifts stresses you out, start on Black Friday. Start a or week ago. Start, start in. January. In January. Start in this new year. Here's a challenge. <laughs> 2020, January. Start buying gifts for people during for Christmas. Yo, so many people do that. Yeah, I know. And they're winners at the end. The, at the end of the day, they are the most stress-free people yeah. I've ever met in my life. That's a, so a lifelong goal for that's me. That's definitely a, a goal yeah. we would love to reach. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I know we went on for a little while here, but um, we just want to share with you uh, the exciting things that are coming up with Divine Hustle in this new year, January 2020. We're starting a brand new series called uh, Where to Start. (laughs) I almost (laughs) forgot about it. It's called Where to Start. start. And this is really exciting because we're going to spend this whole month in January and who knows, maybe in February, talking about 
where to start um, yeah. and where and we're gonna have different topics like where to start in your business so where to start in your faith where mm -hmm. to start in you know your relationships, which is gonna be my juicy. Favorite. This is my yeah, favorite this topic. Britt's gonna be on a few times. I mean, most most of the times here, but she's gonna be on talking about relationships in this new year, and and we're gonna have this opportunity to talk about that and speak life into that because we have a very unique relationship and yeah. we had a very unique dating relationship, yeah. engagement, We've friendship. Learned a lot. We've been through a lot, so we're excited for that. So this starting starting this January, we're starting the series called Where to Start. We're doing a bunch of interviews with pastors, entrepreneurs, mm. my wife, friends. We're gonna bring them on the show and we're gonna be able to tackle these um, kind of just questions and this topic. And it's gonna be really exciting. You're gonna wanna stay tuned yes. for that. So we just wanna thank everyone for tuning in. And if you wanna connect with us, you can connect with us online. Babe, please share your online social media handles oh man um, what is it <laughs> follow brit hang out with her at brit mediana brit mediana or my sheer beauty my sheer beauty which is we're gonna put all the the links and uh instagram description, description and social media okay, cool. in the descriptions on this podcast but yeah. check her out there hang out with her dm her and you can connect with me john mediana on instagram at john mediana and on Twitter, Facebook, and what else? LinkedIn. But yeah, so connect with me on there. If you wanna connect with Divine Hustle, go to divinehustle.com. We have tons of blogs that are out right now. We got tons of free resources about where to start in social media and building your teams, your creative teams at church, mm. um, all kinds of fun stuff. And also we wanna create more content catered to you, like our audience, our tribe, our viewers, all that stuff. So go to divinehustle.com backslash quiz. Do us a favor, it takes like five seconds or less to fill out that quiz, send it over to us so it helps us cater uh, to your, you know, make more content cater to you. Mm -hmm. And that's gonna definitely help you out. So we just wanna pray over you and may God give you clarity this holiday season. May he give you peace, may he give you joy. And may you recognize that this season, holiday season is so significant because you are alive and you matter. And we wanna help you to continue pursue your God-given greatness and your faith and your business and relationships. So thanks for tuning in and God bless. Mm -hmm.